Hello and welcome back to another episode crossover edition between the DFS Today Show and The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle, and today's episode is the Saturday edition of the show, which means we are discussing the core four players that are going to be in my DraftKings lineup. I cannot give out my exact full lineup, otherwise DraftKings can shut down this podcast. But I can tell you which core four players will make up the majority of my budget. And I could also let you guys know the fill-in players for me have all been mentioned and have all been discussed in the previous episodes. Also, if we end up being in the same contest, it wouldn't make sense to have the same lineup because then we're both at a disadvantage. And since this is the advantage, pun intended, and this is ultimately something we do for fun, You want to make it your own a bit as well. So I fully support deviating from my take, thinking, all right, Mike's an idiot on this one. I'm going the opposite direction. Like I said, the Sharps are on the Giants this week, so I won't have Derrick Henry. But that man is a monster, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he went off for 130 and two tutties on like 26 attempts. Before we get to discussing the core fours, two things I want to mention and break down before week one NFL DFS starts. I've mentioned this on both episodes this week that I was going to discuss this. So before we get to the core four, let's quickly talk about how I sign up for tournaments and the difference between a cash and a GPP contest. First, the best advice for signing up for tournaments is to split your unit entry fee into many contests and get in the ones with the biggest lobbies and a bonus if it's single entry tournaments. What I mean by this is if you want to play for like $50 one week and you want to play in a cash contest like a 50-50 or a double up, my advice would be to split that and sign up for 10 $5 double ups. Filter the contest by player pool and entry fee and get in the 10 biggest contests that are $5 each. Single entry means each account can only enter one lineup into that tournament while others allow multiple lineups. Now, why in the world would that be the best idea instead of just joining one $50 double up? It's really simple and it's really smart. I'm going to let you guys think a minute on this one. I kind of feel like uh, Windhorst. Why play the smallest entry fees and the biggest tournaments? Why would single entry matter? Have you figured it out yet? I'm going to tell you anyways. Okay. By getting in the smallest money contests and the ones with the biggest lobbies that are single entry, you are playing against the public. By getting in the bigger money lobbies with smaller player fields, you are playing against the experts. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not the first one to break the code here. There are experts riddled in the DFS space now. 
but this is how we best avoid them. And while playing the same amount of total money, you get a slight plus EV expected value by facing public players. If you are listening to a podcast about DFS, first, thanks for listening. But that also means you probably have a step up on the competition. I'm looking at betting trends, DFS optimizers, fantasy gurus, and collecting that information into a podcast form. So my lineup will look a lot like a sharp and expert lineup. You are now closer to them than a public player. I said thanks for listening before, and this is when I can say you're welcome for helping you become one with the sharps. So like a dad and young son who want to watch their team and make a lineup, they play in this $5 pool. Teenager whose parents let them do DraftKings for 10 bucks a weekend, welcome to our lobby. You guys get the point. I'd rather that be our competition than other people like myself. Okay, second thing. Cash contest versus GPP. GPP stands for Guaranteed Prize Pool. These are the big, big tournaments. They may be like $25, but have 100,000 people in them. And the first place take-home prize is $1 million. They are fun, but they are also, honestly, a lottery ticket. To hit really big, you need to create a nearly perfect lineup and have the right deviation from the norm that also pops off. In my opinion, it's kind of like a 12-leg parlay. The advantage to GPPs, besides the chance to win so big it'll literally change your life, is that guaranteed prize pool literally means the first place winner is getting a million bucks even if only one person signs up for the tournament. Now, that scenario is probably unrealistic and probably somewhere in the fine print of the rules that there needs to be some minimum. But my point is the tournament does not need to be full for the payout to still be the full amount of prizes. So if you could enter a GPP tournament late and see the field is not full and has a few thousand spots left, you are giving yourself a plus EV in that entry fee. And that's where this becomes worth it and worth taking a shot. In football season, this is honestly a bit unrealistic because it's such a public fantasy sport. On a random summer Wednesday in baseball DFS or a random Wednesday in February during the NBA season, you may catch a break and find a lobby that really becomes worth taking a shot. It is harder to do in football, but it is always worth taking a look. Check at 1250, 12.55, have a lineup that you're ready to import, have a deviation that you know in mind, and if you do find one of these GPP lobbies that is not full, feel free to jump right in. Cash contests are things like 50-50s or double-ups, where half of the contest wins, but the winning is the same as the entry fee. Enter for five, leave with 10. Your five back, and five more in winnings. In these, you don't need to have the special lineup that goes bonkers. You just need to be above average in comparison to your competition. So if we can 
Pete against the average Joes, and we know our stuff. The best bets are to join small money cash contests. Join a lot of different lobbies with the same lineup and try and double up your entry unit. Also, an added benefit of doing split contests is that if you are on the borderline of winning, you can win in some and lose in others. It's not an all or nothing proposition. Okay, so you guys got it. Small cash contests, have a lineup that looks like the Sharps, be above average, and try and win consistently. That's the plan, and let's get to the cores for week one. I promised on Tuesday. I promised on Thursday. The core was coming from this Chiefs versus Cardinals game. We have the perfect combination of elite quarterbacks to spend up on. The highest point total on the board, trusted weapons, and the possible stack and reverse stack options available. The core I prefer most from this game is Nick Knack, Patty Whack, give me Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Hollywood Brown. Now, I would also accept Kyler, Hollywood, and then a combination of like Juju, MVS, or Kelsey. Now, the real question is, is Zach Ertz playing? If he is, I'm scared of the limited snap count, but he really could be an option. He would get a lot of volume if he played full snaps, especially with Rondell Moore out. Like Zach Ertz will be good if he plays a lot, but that is a risky proposition. If you are playing in a cash contest, which is what I recommend doing, probably not worth the risk upside proposition from that spot. The core running back to add is DeAndre Swift or Saquon Barkley. I mentioned in Thursday's episode, I don't love the value running backs this week. Mike Davis has added his name into the mix as the Ravens back. I guess Kenyon Drake is there too. Who knows? I don't really love it. I would try and get two decent running backs this week and get some value at wide receiver. The value wide receivers are the Green Bay Packers without Lazard. Take your pick. Cobb, Dubs, Watkins. Pittman is mispriced. He's priced in the middle. He's mispriced. He's too low. Then the other names from the list I gave out on Thursday's episode includes James Prochet from the Ravens, Paris Campbell from the Colts, Jahan Dotson from the Commanders, Sky Moore from the Chiefs, Kadarius Toney from the Giants, Nico Collins from the Texans, Chris Olave from the Saints, and Zay Jones from the Jaguars. The DFS optimizers this week are spitting out these names consistently. Look for these following names to have high ownership numbers next to them this week. Saquon Barkley, Michael Pittman, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Kadarius Tony, Kelsey, Commanders D, Jahan Dotson, Wandale Robinson, and Derek Henry. So take your pick as to which ones you want to play into the public plays 
and where you want to deviate. You have the options. You know which quarterbacks are available and good options. Discuss that mainly on Tuesday. You guys know what value options are there discussed on Thursday. And you know who's going to be in the core of my lineup that will look like a sharp lineup. And you know what the DFS optimizers are spitting out. Remember to stack a quarterback and a wide receiver. That is my one rule to give you for the show. If you go with Jameis, get Olave in your lineup. Remember to stack a quarterback and a wide receiver. Okay, let's go. We are live for week one. You guys know the Rams screwed me on Thursday night. They looked pitiful. So gross, we don't need to discuss. There are plenty of other podcasts that are doing that and calling Josh Allen MVP. We already did that this offseason on the advantage in our MVP discussion. Even though I am down zero games to one, I will let you guys know the best bet on the board that I still have for this week is Eagles minus 3.5 at the Lions. Or maybe Monday night Seahawks plus 6.5 home against the Broncos. Again, let's go. I am so ready. Scott Hansen, gray suit, white shirt, no tie, top button undone. Someone tell FanDuel or DraftKings to get me a same game parlay on that combo. All right. Follow me on Twitter at mfiddle14. Reach out to me on Twitter. I will respond. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Five stars, please. Check back next week for DFS Week 2. Tuesday spend-ups will be the next episode. I am your host, Michael Fiddle. Thank you guys for listening. Good luck in your contest. Cash contest, GPP, small entry fees. You know what to do. Peace out. listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and i'm rebecca we're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say didn't see that coming and we hate the people responsible for them listen to people are the worst now on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts